All right, good morning, and I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all are safe and sound, and um, that you were able to go through the recap. For those who were not there last week, um, God has really put us in an amazing time. We all are living in amazing days, and uh, I just feel excited. I just feel hopeful, um, and I'm praying that that you would feel the same. That you would be excited with what God is doing around you. Um, so from where we ended last week um the life of gideon and how he led the 300 people um the life um we saw the two things that he carried that that made him win the war is is a broken jar um his testimony his his uh, his life with god and and his experiences and how god took him from a place where he never knew himself from a very fearful gideon to um god calling him a mighty warrior and him coming to his place and with him coming to his place uh, 300 people joined him they all also um uh, became part of of uh, this dream that god gave him and i'm sure that all of these 300 people found their destiny and their purpose in joining with gideon and also we saw about how they had they held a trumpet in one hand and how um uh, the victory was dependent on on their relationship with god their their intimacy with god it was worship and their testimony um so today i just want to continue from there um i believe that when god speaks to you when god shows you your purpose and your design it can happen through various various ways and we 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 saw last we we heard last time it would come in ways of prophecy it could come in ways of dreams vision that god will show you or sometimes it could just be a, f- a feeling um uh, uh, an intuition that you get when you see something when you see something that bothers you that makes you uncomfortable you just want to solve that you just want to fix it and i just believe these uh, these things are reflective of what god has put inside of you and there is greatness inside of you and and, and over time um when when we when we embrace reality is when we we stop seeing it um and 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 you heard that already but i just want to say that this week uh, um me and marcus were having a chat about what is it really that we are looking to looking forward to uh, in the future and um and i was telling him uh that that god is sort of clearing my thoughts and and my ideas about this and it it was very much in line with what i shared last week is that our desire is for everyone to come into their place right and what does that mean it just means that um it's it's about a people that uh that know god that know themselves where you where you really realize what you are like getting realizing who he is um and you are able to come to your place um uh in in knowing god and in knowing yourself and uh, that is that is our desire as a team that is our desire for everyone that we all come to a place where we know ourselves where we are able to live our lives in the will and purpose of god so when we are on this journey right we 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 would have a question about about how do we realize how do we know who we really are and uh, and i believe uh, this is this is how it works uh, sometimes that 
when Gideon came to his place and uh, God told him that this is, this is how you're going to fight this war, there are many of the armies who joined him, thousands upon thousands and, and then God tells him that, okay, no, this, this, is not, uh, this is not how many people you need to win this war. And so he begins a process of, of removing or cutting down on his army and, and it comes down to 300 people, right? I believe these 300 were, were the ones who were joined to him in purpose and, and, and in destiny. And sometimes uh, this is how it works, right? When, when God shows you something, it is not individualistic. Um, Jesus could not do what he wanted to do alone. He needed the 12 with him. And he was able to bring his, his ideas and his, and his purpose on the earth through these 12 people. And when God shows you something, um, it is going to be connected to people uh, and uh, God will bring those people along, alongside you. So when God uh, shows you something, right, it's, it's not going to be individualistic uh, in nature. And I believe that uh, um, even with Gideon uh, and, and the 300 people, um, all of their destinies and, and dreams were sort of connected together. Um, he couldn't do without the 300 people and the 300 people couldn't do it without Gideon. And I feel that's how our purposes and, and destiny are. You can't do this all by yourself. You can't do this alone. God puts people around you. God is going to bring in people that, that resonate with the same idea, that resonate with the same dream. And uh, uh, when God created the earth, He had a family in mind. He, he has a plan for your family. He has a plan for your community. And, and if you notice, um, even <coughs> even when even when uh, uh, Marcus steps out to do what he does, uh, when he invites people to come over, there are these people who join alongside him, right? And they feel so alive when they do what they do. Um, and it might not connect to everyone, and that's fine. But there are a few who who feel that this is what they were born to do: to to solve problems, to feed the hungry, to to heal the sick, and um, for everyone, um, when you begin to come to your place, God will bring those people alongside you. God will show you the people that resonate with the same idea. So God has placed you in a community for a reason, right? Um, it's so that we are dependable on each other, that we are dependent on each other. And the journey is pretty much to find out who uh, the Gideon is for our life. Um, there would be someone who would would resonate with our dreams, would resonate with our vision, would be there to push us, would be there to recognize the greatness inside of us. And those are the kind of people you need around you um, because you cannot do this by yourself. It's, it's, it's not an independent uh, vision and um, God's plan is to heal this world and, and to do that He has brought you in a family, He has brought you in a community and it's only when you realize this um, that, that uh, that when we are dependent on each other, when we are accountable to one another, uh, is when God will be able to do what He intends to do in this world. Uh, verse 1 onwards, it says, The Spirit of God, the Master, is on me because God anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, announce freedom to all captives, pardon all prisoners. God sent me to announce the year of His grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies, and to comfort all who mourn 
care for the needs of all who mourn in Zion. Give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes. Messages of joy instead of news of doom, a praising heart instead of a languid spirit. Rename them oaks of righteousness, planted by God to display His glory. They'll rebuild the old ruins, raise a new city out of the wreckage. They'll start over on ruined cities, take the rubble left behind and make it new. You'll hire outsiders to herd your flocks and foreigners to work your fields. But you'll have the title priests of God, honored as ministers of our God. You'll feast on the bounty of nations. You'll bask in their glory because you got a double dose of trouble and more than you share, more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be doubled and your joy go on forever. Isn't this such an amazing verse? I believe that, that God wants to bring this world into a place of harmony, into a place that He has designed. And, uh, and to do that, God has placed a desire in your and my heart to be able to be what He wants us to be on this earth. And I believe deep inside that God has placed a strong, strong desire in your heart deep inside to, to heal the world. And, um, and it is you and me that is, that is going to bring this healing to the world. I'm just inviting you to look beyond yourself because this world needs healing. God has put that desire inside of each one of you to, to and deep inside there is, there is um, a hero that God has placed inside of you. Deep inside you have all dreamt of saving the world. Deep inside you all see yourselves as, as Iron Man, as, as different heroes that are trying to save the world. I'm sure you have seen dreams of yourself saving the world and that is something that God has placed inside of you. You were, you were created with, with, with a purpose to heal the world and in whatever way you can do that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking this in context to your work or, or, or your career and, and all of these things. I'm just saying it's beyond all of this. Um, that God has placed a desire to, to bring healing and to restore the ones that are in captivity. I want to talk about another story really quickly here. Um, there's the story of Nehemiah. Um, we know him as, as the, the master strategist, uh, 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 someone who built, uh, rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. Um, and uh, here is Nehemiah who is, is in a very comfortable place in a palace and God puts God puts a dream, God puts a dream and a, and a desire in his heart to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And here he is, he wakes up uh, very uncomfortable um, because what he saw consumed him. And so he goes and asks the king for permission to go back and start rebuilding uh, the gates of, of Jerusalem. And the king says, go ahead and, and he has favor and he also provides assistance uh, to Nehemiah. And Nehemiah comes to his people and builds this whole strategy to build um, the wall. And we see in Nehemiah um, chapter 4, verse 13. So I stationed armed guards at the most vulnerable places of the wall and assigned people by families with their swords, lances and bows. After looking things over, I stood up and spoke to the nobles, officials and everyone else. Don't be afraid of them. Put your minds on the master, great and awesome, and then fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your, and your homes. 
Our enemies learned that we knew all about their plan and that God is frustrated and we went back to the wall and went to work. From then on, half of my young men worked while the other half stood guard with lances, shields, bows and male armor. Over here, um, Nehemiah comes up with this plan and he gives each, each family a responsibility. And uh, if you read uh, even chapter 3, you will see that um, it, it's, it said that Nehemiah gave this family responsibility and this family built this particular section of the wall and then another family built another section of the wall and another family built another section of the gate and and I believe that's that is God's plan God's plan is for the families to rebuild the city goes on to say in Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 15 and 16 it says the wall was finished on the 25th day of Elul it had taken 52 days when all our enemies heard the news and all the surrounding nations saw it our enemies totally lost their nerve they knew that God was behind this work I believe that the world needs healing and the world and 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 the way that God plans to do this is is through families it's about each family coming together and, and rebuilding this it's not it's not the responsibility of a few. It's not the responsibility of a few individuals. God's calling all families to come together and rebuild this city. And it might be in various different forms. It might look different for you. It might look different for someone else. But each family comes together and builds a certain section of the city. It's one particular wall and, and the other wall might look completely different. But what we've all got to realize is that that this world needs healing and God's calling all families to come together. It's not individuals. This is what I want to talk about, right? Uh, spoke about Gideon last week, but this week I, this week I strongly feel that um, it's not just individuals coming into their place. It's, it's families coming into their place. It's fathers, mothers, sons and daughters and, and husbands and wife to realize that, that each day, whatever we do, we are building something. We're building this together. And we need to realize soon um, what is stopping us right from 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 coming into that place it is our fear it is our insecurities it's it's um, it's it's the reality of what we see around us that troubles us and uh, um, we can't do this without god we need god in our lives we need to draw from the river and uh, just want to want to want to show you this this clip that i saw this this week um, I want to play this really quickly and come back after this. He conquered not in spite of the dark mystery of evil. He conquered through it. He conquered not in spite of the dark mystery of evil. He conquered through it. Through the process of suffering, you realize how finite you are and how desperately you need the very presence of God to carry you through. The hymn writer Annie Johnston Flint, who was orphaned early in life and then later on had rheumatoid arthritis, lost control of her internal organs, became incontinent, blind, and cancer invaded her body. Her biography is called The Making of the Beautiful. Orphaned, incontinent, arthritic, cancerous, blind. She wrote many hymns. One of them was this, He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. 
He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction, he addeth his mercy. To multiplied trials, his multiplied peace. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's full giving has only begun. His love has no limit, his grace has no measure, his power has no boundaries known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. And yeah, so that's, that's what it is. Uh, we need to realize that, that we are really empty and no one can fill our void except for God. It's only that, it's only when we are healed is when we will be able to heal the world outside. We cannot do anything outside. And even if you step out to do that, you will only do it for a certain time and then you will get tired of doing so. You need to be full inside, you need to be completely filled with, with God's love and and as I mentioned about this story from the movie um, Iron Man last week until he heard the affirming voice of his father right Tony Stark hears the affirming voice of his father and that's when he gets the solution to his problem and that's the solution to our problem is that we need to hear the affirming voice of, of the father we need to realize that there is greatness inside of us, greatness in our families, and that God wants to restore our family, God's, God wants to bring our family together, and God has a plan for our family. Um, so my invitation is, is for you to look beyond yourself, right? Is, is, is to look beyond the realities that is troubling you um, and that is bogging you down. Um, and I want to, in, in, in conclusion, just read this this amazing verse in in Amos chapter 5 verse 21 21 onwards says I can't stand your religious meetings I'm fed up with your conferences and conventions I want nothing to do with your religion projects your pretentious slogans and goals I'm sick of your fundraising schemes your public relations and image making I've had all I can take of your noisy ego music. When was the last time you sang to me? Do you know what I want? I want justice, oceans of it. I want fairness, rivers of it. That's what I want. That's what I. That's all I want. Sometimes we do things that are churchy. Sometimes we do so many things that we think pleases God, but none of that pleases God. God, I believe, is looking for a family that knows Him, family that is in love with Him and in a relationship with Him, where. God has a relationship with sons and daughters who come to their place and realize their place. And God wants justice. I believe God wants mercy. When God sees people outside, I believe that He has put those desires in your heart. The only way this world can be healed is when sons and daughters come into their place. The only way this world around us can be healed is when you and I realize the greatness that is inside of us. When you and I realize the greatness that God has placed in our families, when you and I realize this and begin to raise our children, keeping that in mind, um, that we begin to see greatness in our children, that we begin to see greatness in the next generation, that we do not ridicule them, but we are able to raise them in the right way. Um, and, and I hope that you are able to get what I'm, what I'm trying to say. I just want to pray with all of us. I just want to pray that this, um, this, this really sinks inside of us and that we are able to understand 
the magnitude of what God is trying to do in our times. I believe, like Esther, we were born for a time like this. That that you're not you're not in this place by accident. We've heard this, but I just believe strongly in my heart that this is our time. This is your time. This is your time to shine. This is your time to arise. This is your time to wake up. This is this is the time to take your sword. Um, this is the time to take your jar, your your trumpet, and what God has put in your heart. This is the time to to unleash it. This is the time to release it. Um, and I just want to pray about this. Um, uh, so God, I just want to thank you for everyone who's watching. I want to thank you for everyone that 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 you've stirred their heart. Um, I pray that the that the first and most important thing is that God, we would realize that we are empty and and that there is a word in our heart that only you can fill. And that God, that we would go in, that we would seek you, that we would seek your face. God, that you would heal our hearts, that you would heal our brokenness, that, that you would fill us with you, that you would show us the great and mighty plans that you have for our lives, that you would show us who we really are who we really are because we have, we've been struggling with ourselves with with not knowing who we really are and so God in this search God that you would show us who we really are and you would bring the greatness that is inside of us that we would drink from your rivers and I pray for this this world that needs healing or that you would raise your sons and daughters to bring healing to this world I also pray God for the the current situation in our country I pray for the for the migrants I pray God that no one would die of hunger and thirst God that you would you would have your sons and daughters reach out to the right people and that God that we would be able to provide and that we would see no one die because of hunger and thirst God I pray that all of them would reach their homes safely and I also pray God for our country for our for our governance God that you would give them wisdom and knowledge and God that you would give your children ideas to support the government ideas to to bring about change and I also pray for the economy God that you would help this country come back on its feet really really quickly God and you are able to do all of this because nothing is impossible with you I just want to thank you God for this day in Jesus name Amen